0: Everyone and greetings to all of you across this beautiful time and space and welcome to the Beyond Earth show. I'm your host, Rachel Trujillo, and I'm so grateful to be here with all of you today in this wonderful, most Magical time, and it is now the year 2024. And so, in this new year 2024, that we have the beautiful privilege to share and be in the constellation of souls together on this journey on this planet in this third dimensional realm and connecting and divining with the interdimensional realms and the higher realms in which we seek to learn from and which we seek to receive wisdom of the ages wisdom from jesus wisdom from buddha wisdom from our highest selves and this is definitely a most beautiful and auspicious time to really remind ourselves of what our best selves can truly create in this time and space now and also for our future selves and in extension of my most recent shows in the preparation for the prelude of what is now the 2024 year this is the where the fun begins because there is now the momentous motivation and the acclamation of ourselves to truly embody what is of our greatest good and highest good And also for the well-being of those around us and those on the planet that we share and we inhabit and cohabit this world with. And that includes our many walks of life and beautiful cultures and beautiful belief systems and also the beautiful planetary beings that do visit us and share this beautiful realm with us and our animal kingdom, our creature kingdom, and and in this realm in which we have so much majesty from God and so much majesty from the creator, the divine architect, when we see the sun and the moon and the stars and the sky and the ocean and the sand and every of sand in its own microcosm has so much life force and its tiny micro-micro-nanoscopic weight in its in the integers of that energy field that... That everything here is meant to be here. Everything that exists has its great intention and purpose. And so while the most smallest of a nanoparticle and this most smallest of a microcosm that you as a human being here upon Earth, no matter what your role is on Earth, no matter what your... Belief system is, or no matter what your background, no matter what the trauma that you've come from, the trauma that you survived, and no matter what your goals are for the present and in the future, that you are of most grand significance, that your existence means something, that your existence has so much in the material realm of the contribution to society, the contribution to this earthly plane and in this present incarnation and so when we are in a collective state of consciousness with our fellow kindred spirits we also do face adversity of course we also face opposition and resistance and discord and the contrast that does come in with the territorial realm of what what goes up must come down what is above what is below and so And you essentially have Murphy's Law where just sometimes the inevitable will occur and not everything is going to be of harmony and peace and the lion will lay with the lamb. That is what we strive for in our everyday duties here on earth when we can, yet it's not always the case. And so what I wanted to delve into a bit today is, of course, in this new year, And what we plan to do with ourselves in the new year, how to approach life and how to approach our connections, our connectivity, and also evolving those of you that are in a state of ascension, those of you that are in the prelude to a state of ascension, pre-ascension phases, um, those of you that are seeking the path and seeking all of the divinity of wisdom that you may have had a familiarity with from a previous incarnation or previous incarnations, previous multiple lifetimes, or perhaps it's just something that you're really drawn to in this particular time in which it resonates with your soul, that there's a soul's calling for this convergence and we can speak of so much of this in such a short period of time. We can really try to condense and summarize. And I'll do my very best to summarize with the time that we have together today. But when we consider plans of action, and if we fail to plan, there, then we thereby plan to fail in essence, right? And so there's so much to consider. With a new year, again, consideration, self-respect, and be very strategic with planning. And the planning that is most beneficial is always starting at home. Charity begins at home, because if we begin at home, then we can better serve others. And then navigate around what is necessary for us to be conducive to the sequential aspects of prospering others, prospering ourselves in harmony and peace and also with the healing modalities that we do give into the world and also thereby what we return back to ourselves. And so one theme that I'd like to introduce and begin with, which is perfect for right now, is that we just encountered the new moon in Capricorn. And so In the month of Capricorn and in the new moon, in which we just had, it's truly a time for reflection. And what better time to commence reflection than a brand new year, clean slate, right? And so, truly, with reflection, there comes a subset of responsibilities, responsibilities of your path, the path that you seek perhaps a segue, perhaps the contrary to a previous path that may not have worked out for the individual. And all of us that are living can attest that it's always a bit of a trial and error. And so we encounter trial and error, and that's how we learn, that's how we evolve, and that's how we grow there is a testament behind R&D research and development that's there for a reason and grand purpose because we go inward and onward and up the spiral as opposed to down the spiral yet when we go down the spiral that is when we encounter the dark night of our soul that is when we encounter our shadow selves that's when we encounter much of the contradictions of our inner light and our inner realm in which we truly want to grow from and to really be our best, but such as the yin and yang, the balance, as above, so below, Um, in that hermetic dictum, that there's always going to be a contrast, light and dark, love and hate, happiness and sorrow, and so forth, the moon and the sun, right, the shadow phase of a planet, when a planet goes retrograde everything has its cycle such as we have our cycles and we as a physical being of flesh and bone on this body we encounter our cycles and let's just say for example our liver it can regenerate right different our cellular function our skin rejuvenates and regenerates so much of us regenerates and rejuvenates itself but just as like our organs And our bodily organs and the cloak of skin that we live in, this vessel that we are within the spirit. Because we cannot be here on earth without a spirit. Our spirit is here for purpose and we have this cloak of skin to envelop it to be our earthly transistor and to be our facilitator to assist us on this path of our spirit, our soul. And so when we plan to have a responsible trajectory for ourselves and we learn from previous setbacks, let's say, previous, let's say, transgressions from others or even transgressions to ourselves in which we seek certain forgiveness, then we may truly have this inner dialogue, wow, I'll never let that happen to me ever again. I will never let someone take advantage of me ever again. I will never let someone take from me ever again. I will never be mean to someone ever again. I will never be judgmental to someone again. Or also, I will never let someone be judgmental. And I will never, if they're judgmental, I will choose how I respond to their judgment. And if they take me for granted or take advantage of me i will thereby choose to be very proactive and how i respond to that accordingly so these are just many examples that we could really truly go on and on about but at times we have these resolutions in which we say and we state to ourselves i want to be a better person today such as the case of like an ebenezer scrooge and we confront with the ghost of Christmas past where a lot of people who have not been doing the very best, maybe they never learned how, maybe they didn't know how, or maybe they didn't want to. It doesn't matter truly at the end of the day, but it's what matters is what they choose to do when they have the self-actualization and they actually receive the awareness of where they lacked where the void was within themselves. And many of you may hear that wherever there's a void, if God does not fill the void, something else will. And this can apply to if Buddha doesn't enter that void, or a beautiful sort of belief systems of positive love and light don't fill that void, that something else will, but that is much the case as when there's an empty vessel something must fill it if there is a void something will fill that void so we can choose to fill it with god with jesus with mary with buddha with ganesh with kuan yin with the shekinah with anything that is of love and light that is respective to our belief systems we can choose to fill it with the goodness of love self-respect and charity we can also fill it with the goodness of to just do good and to be good and to give outward no matter if you don't believe in anything at all that's fine but at least believe in something good that is a testament of your own state of being because at the end of the day even if one does not have a belief system that's fine but at the end of the day even those that don't have a set belief system they still must believe in themselves. So if you believe in yourself, wonderful. Go forward with that. Utilize that. And let that be your navigating tool to present to the world and to others because there is an infectious state of love and also benefic love and light when the purpose is to just be good and to share the good. And yes, of course, there are times to you know, be retractive and to reject some of the elements that if one does not deserve it from you, then of course, you know, use your discernment and create healthy boundaries. Yet in the energetic realm in your field of what you create, if you're the or Scrooges of this world, And you have to wait for some impending doom in the dark night of the soul. That's even the darkest night of the soul. Hence, when the angel of death, when Archangel Azrael comes forth and the ghost of Christmas past speaks, what have you been doing with your life? What is the trajectory of your life? You have so much resource to share, yet you're so stingy. And I know that not everyone has the resources such as an Ibanez or Scrooge, yet I'm speaking also in the intellectual root of it, in the intellectual component and the emotional component and the spiritual component that some people are so afraid to just let loose, let go, and to be less restrictive. Some people are very rigid, and maybe that's their goal this year is to let loose, let go, to be less rigid and less restrictive with themselves because perhaps they want to kind of liven up a bit, lighten up a bit, and to enter the world in 2024 with a little more of this posture of when they walk into a room, they might say hello to a random stranger. They may take a chance on doing the unthinkable for their former self where I'm not saying that everyone needs to give away all their fortune or those that don't have a fortune. That's I'm speaking in the intellectual form, the spiritual form, and also in the energetic form of being kind and to share and to transcend your previous limitations. So when you're confronted with, wow, like that's really how people perceive me. Well, perhaps maybe you don't care, maybe that it does not disturb you, and it does not disturb your reflex, too, when people may say things such as, you're a very mean person, you're a stingy person, you're so dark, you're so closed off, you're, you're the last person I would seek to share the good news, right, because you're so difficult, right? There are people that have that and it's not their fault. They just maybe have never had the chance to really exercise their extroversion to a slight degree in which they trauma they've had. So I'm giving compassion here to all modalities, to all modes and personality constructs, all archetypes. But there's also this that occurs quite frequently in which... When you have the, on the grave spectrum of this, the Ebenezer Scrooge archetype, in which there's the choice, there's a choice to be that way, but why? What is the why to that? What was the origin story? What is the root matrix to that person to have created them to be so callous and mean and cruel? And heartless and lacking complete layers of empathy and complete layers of humanity, and to be perceived as this completely self absorbed, let's say, pathologically disturbed, narcissistic personality, slash, I would say, very rigid and cruel type of person in that archetype of Ag- Ebenezer Scrooge, right? No one really wants to be remembered that way, right? And some people might say, well, I don't seem to care if that's how I'm remembered because I live my life the way I live my life. But when we really see that, and it doesn't always have to take Archangel Azrael, the angel of death, to bring light to how are you living your life? How do you want to be perceived? How do you want to perceive yourself? In the here and now and in the afterlife or if you don't believe it in an afterlife that's fine but many people do and so in the afterlife and the next incarnation rebirth pool perhaps right so in any way that you look at it in the construct of the way in which we live our life and then you have other people who are constantly giving and loving and selflessly giving and loving And they have nothing, but they give everything. Look at Mother Teresa. Look at these beautiful saints on planet Earth that are no longer with us today, but they're with us in spirit. You look at different people, and you see the charity. You see the anonymous, the charitable acts with the anonymity where someone donates to the hospital. They donate to the homeless. They donate to the homeless animals. They donate to the children. And... In so many ways, they do it with this anonymity for a true cause, and they want nothing for it, but God sees it, the universe sees it. So this is where we bring in the karmic realm, cosmic debt. And so when you truly have that moment in which you are reflective of your life thus far, you're reflective of who you've been and who you want to be today, who you've been and who you want to be tomorrow, if you've had a synonymous resonance with the Ebenezer Scrooge archetype and you don't want to be the Ebenezer, you want to be a little more lighthearted and maybe you want to have a little dinner party or to donate something or to, I'm just speaking from the allegorical sense of giving and providing right in that way. But in the other elements of If you're just not a people person, that's okay, but if you want to just try to be a little better, because that's your intention, then follow that, listen to that, because you don't have to be the world's most grandiose people person, but if you feel that there's something within you, that there's this contrast and this expansion and constriction and you really kind of want to open up that field a tiny bit more just a slight bit more and you just want to see what else is out there in this world just by saying hello to a random stranger and wishing them a good day see how that feels see how that feels and it's a training and practice because oftentimes there's also the conscious reconditioning of When you're previously met with trauma or resistance, of course, the mind, the soul, the spirit hangs on to that and says, well, the last time I tried to be nice to someone 30,000 years ago, and I said hello, and I wish them a good day, I was met with scoff and ridicule and judgment. So I closed off forever. I sealed off the walls to my heart, to my emotional awareness, my empathy, my compassion, and also my intellect, because I just don't care to do that anymore because it didn't feel good. Well, that was a moment in time. And perhaps many people have been very giving and then they've been abused so much to where now they've closed off completely. And they're on the absolute polar opposite side of the spectrum now where they've been forced into isolation because they have suffered so much from giving. But this is where the balance comes in, where if you feel like you want to just be better, do better, then you can actively work on that in baby steps at your own healthy pace. And when you consciously recondition the self, the mind, to have this beautiful attitudinal adjustment it starts within, you start with yourself. And so when you begin with yourself, you notice these inner idiosyncrasies, much like a beautiful mechanism in a timepiece. Whenever, if you've ever opened up or seen the back of the casket of a beautiful timepiece, right? And you see there's quartz crystal, there's rubellite, there's beautiful operating functions, that are on such a scale that is really, truly marvelous. But look at that and have that as a reflection of the inner mechanisms of your own mind, heart, and space, the matrix of your heart, mind, body, and spirit. And there's always chance for improvement. There's always gonna be obstacles in life, but there's also always gonna be opportunities. And so in the opportunistic way of I'm going to seize the day, I'm going to really try to make myself great again. I'm really going to try to make this world better. I'm really going to try to, in my one little way, make something better for something or someone. And that speaks volumes because that actually opens up the heart chakra and it really soothes the soul. When you say hello to a tree, if you hug a tree, there's this beautiful vibrational resonance that occurs, the symbiosis of Mother Nature with your Mother Nature embodiment, and you hug the tree, let's say, or if you stop to reflect upon the photosynthesis of a plant, if you look at the beautiful wings of a bird, and if you look at a beautiful butterfly a dragonfly, a little beautiful ant, you know, bumblebees. You know, ants and bumblebees are so beyond genius in their minds. They are beyond the cones and the rods that are, are in all of us. And it has that psychic realm and that way that we are blessed by God, we're blessed by the creator. It's epigenetically drawn in our framework right, when we exist, but we have these beautiful cones and rods and telepathy and this beautiful cosmic integration of force and insight in that cosmic integration force field. And so it's really astounding when you think about ourselves and all creation that we're all here. So when you want to improve yourself, it's not too late. Never think it's too late. If you are Ebenezer Scrooge, and you don't want to have to have a confrontation with the archangel azrael maybe that's okay you can just speak within and find your guardian angel that's okay and in essence though the guardian angels and also the angel of death archangel azrael there's so much with the hall of records and the book of life and in the state of reflection in which we learn from our past. We learn from our past to create the present, to write our future reality. And so back to this new moon in cancer, this reflection time, and how we want to really be responsible for our path, the goals and our ambitions and balancing everything out. Well, it's a time to truly support your cause, to truly support these new goals of self-actualization if it's a new hobby if it's something like a a money goal perhaps that maybe you want to really endeavor to pray more to manifest more to affirm more or to chant more or to seek spiritual insights more get closer to god get closer to buddha right be closer to your family um if it is safe to do so in many ways right it if There's just something that you're feeling called for. Utilize it. Give yourself permission. It's permissible. Anything in this life is absolutely possible. As long as you give yourself permission to do so, and you have the tools to allow yourself to have the motivation, to have the perseverance, and to apply the resiliency and the tenacity. If you have all of that, and you consciously work on that and you endeavor to do that you will have a win-win scenario no matter what the feat may be and so that goal when it's something of yourself your own creation and many times people say well i need x amount of money to facilitate that well oftentimes it's the case is that yes money is an energetic stream of purpose and it's a tool that we've all agreed upon that is unanimous, that is in a form of exchange. And there's the energetic field, the alchemization of money in, in the form that it is that we all agree upon as a tender to pay for send you know for the services rendered or for a creation created a creation rendered a book written. A movie created all of that, right? We can think of all the ways in which money can provide to us, pay for food and shelter, transportation, education, everything, right? But at the end of the day, when you really have a goal and money is not there yet, the best way is that still create the goal in your mind, put it to paper because your thoughts become things. Thoughts truly do become things. And to spell, When you write, the scribes, the ancient scribes all knew this, that when you write, you're actually, and spelling is in essence a spell. So when you write things down, it's more probable that the energetic field will help to bring it in. The morphic resonance, the magnetization will allow it to come into your field. And yes, some may say, well, this is fantasy speech and this is all fairy tale and that's just magical thinking and magical thinking doesn't get you anywhere. Well, if you think of it, who is the most divine magically? Jesus Christ, Buddha, so many of the ascended masters all proved and shown the majesty of the kingdom of God and the magic that's within you. And so if you look at ancient Egypt, and you're in awe of the splendor of the beautiful pyramids, and so many people, I mean, if you listen to Graham Hancock, or Robert Duvall, I mean, true masters of all this beautiful history that I couldn't even begin to speak of in just such a short period of time. However, the magic all around us. Look at all the magic around us. The magic of our heartbeat, the magic of our lungs, the magic of our vision, our eyes, the magic of this technology that I'm using to facilitate for this radio show on BBS Radio. There is magic all around us. Look at the crystals, God's jewelry. Look at the mediatrix of all. And if you see the currents and the water and the magic of water, if you look at every single molecule, every single particle, every single atom and the consciousness of every atom, it truly is such as that. There's a consciousness to everything, consciousness to every atom, a consciousness to every molecule, a consciousness to every nanomolecule. And there's also the magic in your soul. So magic truly does exist. Jesus Christ was the divine magician to be in this world, but not of it. The creature kingdom, the divine kingdom, the archetypal kingdom, the human kingdom. So if we look at everything around us, everything in its own subdivisional kingdom that is concurrently together, that's magical. This existence is magical. That's just to remind that, yes, some people may say from a pragmatic standpoint, well, that's magical thinking. If you write something down, that you'll create it. But that's part of the ingredient. That's part of the effervescent ingredient of putting thoughts onto paper to speaking it into existence. And also, another essence is that when you utter a word, to utter a word, the utterance, is also creating in that way, such as that morphic resonance again, because the syllables, the way that the megahertz comes across, just as if when you say Jesus Christ three times, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, there is a symphony in the melodious aspect in the divine kingdom that responds to that coordinated effort of speech and elocution with the megahertz of the sounds with that it's like a soliloquy at times and so when you hear things such as music music has so much of that effect there's a harmony in everything so much as as much as there's a harmony with what we speak what we utter and we prophesize for others if i wish you a beautiful day i wish you the most beautiful day I truly mean it. I really do. I sincerely do. But if I was to say, I wish you a horrible, most rambunctious day, that doesn't seem to have the harmony that I wish you the most beautiful day. There's a difference in that connotation of where the field receives it. And so just like that, when you utter a word and when you write things down, thoughts become things And when you utter a word and you prosper others, you prophesize for others by speaking of goodness into that existence, thereby it all materializes. So there's this materialization, the alchemy, which thereby is truly the magic that we can work with in this very day, in this very functionality. And so when you write things down and when you speak of things aloud, at times there's this ground coordinated effort and then you're most likely to follow through and continue that self-actualization process and you're most likely to really become more committed to the cause committed to your goal committed to the responsibilities that align with your goals and that you really truly start to believe in yourself more and when you truly start to believe in yourself more, guess what else happens? The biofield around you, in your auric field around you, there is so much to this, to our soul star. When we walk into a realm, when we walk into the world, even if we're not thinking much of anything, but we're just walking through a forest, but let's say that we're thinking of a beautiful deer, a beautiful bird, a beautiful squirrel, we say, wow, wow. I wonder if I'll see a beautiful deer, beautiful squirrel, beautiful bird, a beautiful butterfly, a caterpillar, a beautiful little spider, right? Something just, and well, we're actually sending it into the signals and that morphic resonance occurs. And so suddenly it becomes attuned into our field, especially when there's no harm done into one, right? When there's no intention of harming anything, it's, naturally because there's a fear. If we go out to try to hunt, which I understand people do have to hunt for survival and so forth in indigenous tribes and and that can extend and I could talk about that another time. Yet you sense that the the animals always have this sense because the trauma is built into them to search for trauma, seek for trauma. And that is why epigenetically we're all created to have in our adrenal system the flight or the fright and freeze, right? And so when you are seeking with peace and love, that's when nature, that's when the magic comes to you. But if you're seeking with malicious intent or for the intent to harm, everything seems to pick up on it. Like the deer will say, Oh, there's a hunter in our midst. Let's go suddenly run and hide and camouflage ourselves. If there's a beautiful lynx or a bobcat or a mountain lion, let me remain elusive so the hunter doesn't get me, right? But in the same way in which we as humans are, when, if you think of Jacques Cousteau or Ocean Ramsey, swimming with beautiful great white sharks, right? They have no fear. They're trained. I wouldn't recommend anyone to just say that they have no fear and then just dive in South Africa and False Bay and swim with great white sharks without proper training, of course. You're not you know, the Cousteau family or Ocean Ramsey or someone like that, um, or Mary Ellen Clark. But when you notice the energy of prosperity and the energy of fear, everything seems to pick up on that. If you have the energy of prosperity and love and harmony, the magic seems to really, really correspond and magnify with that magic. And then you have more of a tendency to fulfill that desire and create that desire and create that goal and then the money could come let's say cuz you've created your invention you've created your project you've gathered the right people and then everything else will come into play or if it's that job at that firm that you're waiting to and you want to receive partner or if You truly want to create a sanctuary for animals, or you want to build an orphanage for children, or you want to help the elderly, you want to help the homeless veterans, you want to help the homeless, you want to help those that have served our country with so much courage and with that intrepidness and that selflessness, and you want to give back. Well, there's always going to be a coordinated effort from the divine to help to create that. Just do not give up on your goal. Do not give up on your goal. Whatever the goal may be, whether it's seemingly minute or gargantuan, your goal matters. Your goals matter. And so in this life, you can recognize that so many things that can seem so impossible can truly happen. But if you do, transcend the fear, because the fear creates a blockade at times. And so when you see yourself structurally, you really want to assess further. And you can ask yourself, how do I envision things for myself? How do I envision my goals unfolding? How do I envision my future self to be? How do I see myself? And so that is the question, truly. How do you truly envision yourself? And so, you know, Capricorn, let's say, back to the Capricorn time that we're in right now. You know, I speak a lot about the body and the material realm and the energies of the body. Yet, it's interesting because Capricorn actually rules a great deal of the foundational realm and the foundational skeleton Of ourselves. So if you look at the skeletal system, the bones and the spine, maybe perhaps imagine your goals as the spine, right? And the column, the spinal column to have as the baseline, the launching pad for some of your goals in this, in the next perhaps six months, let's say that take it baby steps, maybe just the next two months, right? But look at it and take the time and then out picture yourself in the new reality that you've envisioned for yourself and check in write that down take note of it transcribe yourself in that thought transcribe yourself in that realm in that reality and see what feels and if something feels uncomfortable if there's a fear there truly assess that fear like wow Maybe I'm afraid to be seen. Perhaps I've dimmed my light for everyone because I didn't want to be seen. Because maybe I thought I'd lose all my friends that love me when I'm undercover, when I am behind the scenes. But then also look within and say, where is that coming from? Is that something of your own creation or an assumption or previous trauma? Some inherent learned behavior from perhaps a parent or perhaps a childhood or adolescent trauma that occurred in which you were inflicted with this belief system that you don't deserve to shine because someone out there said something to you in which you attuned yourself to, well, I can be great, but I'll hide behind the scenes and I just don't want to shine because if I shine... I will be subjected to torture, persecution, let's say alienation, ostracization, all that, right? But truly look out and identify if you can work with your therapist, work with your spiritual therapist, work with whatever modality you need to, or with yourself, speak with trusted friends, but truly look out. What is the fear? Where's the fear base originating from? What is the root origin of that? And if you don't know how to identify it, that's okay. But truly look at what your true desire, what your true wish would be for yourself. That, yes, I would truly love to get my dream job. Or I truly would love to be able to achieve my goals. Truly love to achieve my writing goals, my fitness goals. I want to learn how to run a marathon, whatever it might be, right? And you zoom out. You zoom out. Picture yourself. In even the next five years, did you are you happy with yourself that you achieved that? Are you unhappy with yourself that you didn't allow yourself to achieve that goal? And these are all goals that you are doing for yourself that no one else is subjecting you to. This is your own bona fide, autonomous, free will, your sovereign self that no one else puts you up to. Only you have put yourself to this motivational and self-actualization momentous goal that you are seeking it. And if people try to dissuade you and they say, oh, well, you can't climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Are you kidding me? You can't climb Mount Everest. Well, yes, there are provisions. If you're legitimately, literally going to climb Mount Everest or Mount Kilimanjaro, I've known people who've climbed it and descended it and they're perfectly fine and they're happy they did it. But there's always a base camp. So just as if there's a base camp in the literal sense of Mount Kilimanjaro, Mount Everest, there's also a base camp for yourself. So look at your spinal column. Look at that as your baseline to launch from. And then zoom out and assess yourself and check in with your reality and check in with your future perceived idealistic reality and do you say bravo bravo to yourself do you applaud yourself for wow a life well lived my goodness job well done even if it was something that no one else would find fascinating but you find it fascinating it could be truly learning how to sketch and to crochet or how to cook your very first meal but you did it Whatever the goal may be that's important to you, it doesn't matter if it's important to anyone else, it's important to you. And so that's part of that deep reflection again and the integration of that deep reflection because we never want to be in this actioning state or forcing results, right? We never want to truly completely force ourselves into burnout but when you have these reorganization tools and baby steps and the ways to which you can assist yourself to be conducive to the cause of yourself and the cause of others big goals truly look and see where you can reorganize the structure and space within yourself to create the space create that divine magical space for yourself so if you're working so many hours a week and you've got five children and you've got elderly parents that you're taking care of, and you've got a lot of animals, and let's just say that you're mother Hubbard times a thousand and you just don't know where to begin. Let's say that you're a father Hubbard. You're a single father. You've got six children. You don't have other support. You, you know, let's just pretend on these spectrums. Let's say that You're trying to help everyone else that's reliant upon you, that you're responsible for, provisionally, of course, and, of course, in the emotional realm, too. But where is there time for you? That's okay. You can create space for yourself, despite anything that feels loving and calamitous at the same time. You can create even five minutes of your day, while you're in the shower before you go to sleep while you have downtime really create 5 minutes and you'll be amazed with how you can recognize when you allow yourself 5 minutes despite being the father of the household the mother of the household the caretaker of everyone whatever it may be the case that that 5 minutes turns into 7 minutes and then 10 minutes and then incrementally 15 minutes and you'll notice how much that sacred time that you've created has now grown and that you actually can truly receive so much from those minutely increments that started off at five minutes. And many of you out there, especially those that have had mastery with meditation, you know how that works. That process is extremely part of the attunement and in getting out of the mind, getting into the body, getting out of the body, into the mind, into the spirit, the higher self. And so I'm not asking for that initially for those of you in the novice spectrum, just beginning, but you'll see how you're creating more portals, more pathways, the neural pathways start to truly re-enliven. And then the serotonin flushes in and the dopamine responders flush in, the neurotransmitters, things start to spark. And it's this overall internal flood of feelings so good and so magnificent in those five minutes that it transcends into seven and then 10 and then 15. And that becomes your sacred time. And sometimes even in 15 minutes, you can feel that time has stood still. And that is your moment where it's like, wow, that felt really good. After you allow yourself that principal time to execute that And then allow yourself that, if you can, as much as possible, as much as humanly possible, every day. And that will be thereby part of your conscious reconditioning. And so it's never too late to start. And time is always truly of the present and the essence of time. There's potency with time. So it's extremely potent right now for the integration, and especially with the new moon and Capricorn, the energies right now are just so befitting for this. And even if you don't truly have the entirety of the full picture of what you truly want, what you truly desire, let it come into you because it, every single mission starts with a single step. Every single great journey starts with a single step. So it's How it works for you, what coalesces with you, and whatever access to the depths of yourself, the future culmination point, the Rubicons that you want to cross over, and essentially letting yourself have bravery, allowing yourself to be courageous and take it to the next level for yourself. Have faith in yourself, believe in yourself. And if you have had negative inferences from others in which others have put doubt into your mind and negative inferences and negative speech and their own fear-based thought process has been contagious upon you. Please try to clean the slate today. Please try to exit the chatter of the mind from those voices that may haunt you, that echo you, even if it's your closest mate. Someone that you love dearly, that you really look up to, that you really respect their opinion. Not everyone's perfect. Even those that mean well might not always do well, right? So what really matters is you. What really matters is what do you think? What do you feel? What do you desire? What do you wish for, for yourself? Look at that starting place. Don't be afraid to go into the depths. Don't be afraid to confront the fear and to say, oh, I see that there's resistance there because I'm afraid of, maybe I'll be so great that people might not know me anymore. Maybe I'll lose the love of others, right? Different things like that all occur to the greatest people. And oftentimes there's people who are surrounded by jealousy or surrounded by Inhibitedness. Um, people are surrounded by all the fears of success, fears of failure that thereby create this counterintuitive result of a fear of success. So, fear, of failure, fear, of success go hand in hand. And so, you really want to look at the process of yourself. And it's a new beginning, it's a new year, and it's a collective reset point for yourself, for those around you for the energetic realm within you and around you and reminding yourself of the magic within you because everything has auspiciousness when there is a good harmonious magical intent with it that you know yes we could call it practical dreaming there's a pragmatic aspect of yes everything that's tactile things that are that are tactile tangible that we can touch that we can move Yet there's also the process and the internal process and then the externalization of that process. So when you feel yourself being called into enjoying yourself, how often do you feel that way? How often do you have permission to receive and enjoy yourself? sit with that pause with that how often do you call upon the divine call upon jesus call upon your archangels your angels buddha shaktina guanyin anything ganesh call upon your higher self call upon the cosmic galactic angelic celestial beings call upon your animal spirit guides call upon your ancestral Guides. Call upon those that we've shared and cohabited this earthly third dimensional realm with, such as a loved one who's deceased, who's beyond the veil on the other side. Call upon for an animal on the other side. Call upon for your tribe on the other side. Call upon everything and everyone and every being that you feel naturally inclined to bring into your field to assist with your process in this new year. They're always listening to us. God's always there for us. Your beloveds on the other side are always there for us. Sometimes we might not be able to always hear them. It depends on your abilities, depends on your abilities with your gifts and so forth. And sometimes you can be extremely gifted, but sometimes it might feel like, wow, I'm not hearing anything today. And that's okay. But there's a reason and a season truly for everything. In this particular season, let this be your reason that you have the greatest gifts within yourself, that the kingdom of God is truly within you, the kingdom of the divine is intrinsically within you, and that new beginnings are truly auspicious. And that, you know, when you have the gratitude for yourself and your existence and the existence of those that you love around you, You can truly, truly transcend the previous lessons of the past. Learn from your ghosts of Christmas past, whether you're Ebenezer or not. Look at the book of life. How do you want to be scaled in your own interpretation? So, with the the scales of Anubis, right, and wing of the heart and the feather, right, Archangel Azrael, whatever belief system or non belief system, yet I'm speaking to many that perhaps do understand and agree with what I'm speaking of, but you as a divine being, in the place of your spiritual maturity as well, that when you share the words of kindness, you prophesize goodness for others and yourself, and that When you have a clean heart, a clean mind, a clean soul, and through your words and through your actions, through your deeds, that you are a contributing member of society, you're a contributing member of planet Earth, you're a contributing member in this constellation of souls, and that you are doing your part to create the kingdom of heaven on Earth here, create heaven on Earth for yourself and others that you love and others that you don't know yet others that need help others that need divine counsel others that just need a loaf of bread and a glass of water or shelter little animals that just need a little help a veteran a homeless person anybody that just needs a little love and prayer pray for them if you can't help them tangibly pray for them send them positive energy send them positive vibes give them a smile let them be reminded that not hope, not all hope is lost in this kingdom on earth, that there still can be heaven upon earth despite any of the discord and the darkness that we face. So I truly wanted to thank all of you today for your presence and your participation, and I appreciate all those that subscribe to the Beyond Earth show, and that's very much appreciated. And I wanted to just close off with this from Psalm 5110. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. And let that be A reminder that we can clean the slate and we can be hopeful for the present and the future and bring the magic and the kingdom and the heavenly realm here because you're part of it and you are part of that constellation that we all need. So, thank you again. This has been so lovely in this new year, 2024, for January 13th, 2024,'s transmission. I am your host, Ray Trujillo of the Beyond Earth Show. And I will see you again in two weeks' time. Thanks again. Bye.